1: And welcome back to the survive scale soar podcast i'm your host jeremy and this show comes in two formats we have real talk where it's just me in the mic and i share what's happening in the world and how it's impacting business owners both in business and life and then we have success talks that's where i get to interview some amazing amazing people and what has made them successful in their life and today is a success talk and i've got daniel gomez uh, today he's the owner of shield of faith coaching he is a motivational speaker and keynote speaker, and he's also the author of "The Making of a Millionaire Mindset." Welcome, Daniel. Jeremy, man, hey, thank you
2: so much for having me on your show. I've been having it on my calendar. I was like, when is that day going to show up? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you for having me, man. Honor, I'm honored to be here with you.
1: Uh, I'm really excited. I've been following you for a while. I'm, you know, like said voyeurism, right? So, you know, social media gives us and been watching you and what you're doing and uh really enjoy the message that you're putting out there I, I love that your your coaching company is shield of faith um i'm, I'm a person of faith as well and uh you know i, I just I, I really enjoy watching your stuff and hearing the message you put out there you're you're definitely making an impact on people. yeah thank you actually you know the, the ironic part to all of that
2: jerry is i never i never plan on being a coach <laughs> that's that's how it always happens right that and and, and, and i don't say that i mean the, the I understand business, right? So ladies and gentlemen, I'm not, (laughs) not what are you talking about? So I I ran multi-million dollar leaderships for many years and I've had hundreds of employees and we've taken businesses that were losing a million to making a million and it's all that. But when when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer five years ago in 2017, really my philosophy was I'm going to take some time off and go back to work and, and run another organization. And little did I know when I retired that Man, I, I really, that's the first time I really had a chance to decompress being 44 years old, Jeremy. I really looked in the mirror and I said, I don't like that guy in the mirror, to be totally transparent with you. And little did I know, though, I didn't realize I had so much junk inside of me. And as I started really just kind of looking at myself, I heard this whisper from God that said, I want you to be a motivational speaker. Never even thought about it prior in my life 44 years and um you know i just took a leap and i believed it for some reason don't ask me why i think if i was to go back i would probably think like daniel you're crazy don't do it but because i left i left a job that i was earning about a quarter million dollars a year at the time and but i, I the decision was this was was i going to hire somebody to take care of my wife or was i going to man up and take care of my wife and honor my vows and being scared as crap, I, I left work, and here we are on your show five years later.
1: It's interesting, very very similar stories in in terms of you know having that that small still voice you know that that you hear and and just being able to to honor that and be obedient in that. Um, you know, I, I walked away. I came out of college and worked for a YMCA. It was a great it was a great job. I got paid decently for coming out of college um yet it just wasn't it wasn't what i was passionate about and so you know it, it is scary when you start a new business and you're starting something that might not have initially been in your wheelhouse yet you step out in faith and and god honors that and um you know i i see that and i can hear that in the things you're saying yeah
2: well the thing is this is that right now maybe somebody's listening to this episode and they're saying man I'm tired is what I'm doing, or just, you have this idea that's been dropped into your heart, into your soul, and you're scared. But this is this is what I want people to understand is when you start over, Jeremy, in business, in life, you're not starting over from ground zero. And what I mean by that is little did I think that my 20 years in the automotive industry was going to help me to become the person that I am today. Because right you're talking about automotive, motivational speaker, but little did I know, even though I ran... The Chevy dealership that I was at for many, many years. The thing is, I every Monday I always did the sales trainings. I just loved it, right? I just loved pouring into our employees. I loved that it. it wasn't from a from an egotistic standpoint. I just loved training. Well, every Monday for so many years. After a while, you you're like you get a rhythm going, and then you hear some of the guys say, "Man, hey boss, I was very motivational," or "Man, you you speak pretty good." But you just hear it, and you're like, oh, "Like right?" You you kind of take it in. And that first moment that I had by myself to really reflect all those words that were spoken into me. Little did I know that every self-training training that I did over those that decade was preparing me for the bigger stage of really becoming that motivational keynote speaker. And I think somebody needs to hear that out there because right now you're doing redundant things and maybe it doesn't add value to what you're doing now. You don't feel fulfilled, but that's your training ground for the next big thing in your business.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. like, it, you know, I look at the same thing when I left, you know, I, I had a degree, I didn't need a degree to do, do real estate. Um, I didn't need, you know, I, I was running youth sport programs and adult fitness programs. Well, all those skill sets that you build up, you don't realize all of those things, it, it works together, it's like a magic sauce. And, and next thing you know, all those things become relevant. Um, it's just pointed in a different direction. And so now I'm right there with you on that. I, I heard something there though, I, I'd like to get your thoughts on this, is you were talking about how your employees would speak, speak words into you. How important is that just as, as individuals, as human beings, how important is that, that we need to be very careful and we, we can be intentional too in the words that we use to speak into people? It's crucial. Jeremy and I
2: and I use the word crucial because it is it's it's crucial is a powerful word and I, I'm not under I don't think I'm exaggerating because we don't realize put in, in my in one of my books sticker shock I talk about how when a child is not affirmed as a child that that child is going to be a less confident adult and I think we're we're seeing a lot of that right now with a lot of broken homes but a child that is affirmed from their from the day they're born till just their whole childhood, that child has a higher percentage of being more successful because they have more confidence because that they had that affirmation, right? They were affirmed as a child. And even further, true fact scientifically, if you research it, is that if a baby is not held and touched within its first, I don't know what the exact time frame is, that child, that baby could die because of lack of the human touch. So when a child is born as a baby, as an infant, when they get that first held by their mom, they know that They're, because they, they recognize that. So it's it's the human touch is powerful. It's just it's needed because so many people right now, I feel they, they lack that worth within themselves because we don't realize. I think the biggest lie that we bought into as kids, you probably heard this. And more than likely, yes, because you grew up in we were in San Marcos, the same city. But one of the biggest lies that we that we heard is, and and it was innocent. It was sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. I think everybody said that. But I think now that you now that we're on decided of our of our of our lives, like, well, shit, that was part of the worst stuff that could have really been happened to us is those words that were spoken into us. So it's it's crucial that we speak life to ourselves. It's crucial that we speak life to our spouse, to our wife, to our husbands. And it's, it's it's even a thousand times more crucial that we speak life into our children
1: because those words, they carry those words for a lifetime journey. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think about all the conversations I've had over the years and, and the stuff, the baggage that you carry with that. And it, a lot of times it wasn't actions as much as it was words. Yeah.
2: Well, think about it. One one thing I learned just in in, in running employees, having employees of 100 max employees that I think I I was was overseeing is a simple good morning. Hey, I appreciate you being here on time. Or, hey, thank you for taking care of that customer. And I'm not just saying, right, I I think sometimes when I go do my, right, because by God's grace, I was the top 14 business coach here in San Antonio this past 2022. And I've been i've been I've been pretty successful as a business coach, but one thing that I tell a lot of these young business owners or leaders is that you have to affirm your people, and this is what they say. Well, no, because if you give them all the recognition, then they take it for granted. No, they don't. I go that's bs. That's your belief system because you never got it probably as a as as, as a person coming up in life. because one thing that that people will do this, right? If you what you don't appreciate will leave you. What you don't let me say that again. What you don't appreciate, ladies and gentlemen, will leave you. So if you're not appreciating your friends the way you should, that if you, if you really value them, if you're not appreciating your employees, if you're not appreciating your counterparts at work, and really helping them just to to become better human beings, it's just you're setting yourself up for disaster. And I think that's one of the biggest things that that we need to realize is that appreciation goes. People would rather, there, there's, a, there's a huge percentage that people think it's all about money. I love I love success and financial gains as much as anybody else, but I will tell you that many people out there would rather be appreciated than get a dollar raise or get a $5,000 a year raise.
1: I, I agree with that. I, I ran a real estate brokerage um, in the Woodlands, Texas a few years back and took it, it as about 220, 30 agents, took it to over 400 agents, and we closed over a billion dollars of sales, which was one of the first real estate brokerage offices in this organization to do that. And the it, it was a simple problem. You, you had to recruit, you had to attract people. Yet everybody in the real estate world, broker owners of, of these offices, what they couldn't do was keep them. And that was what you just said was the solution. And it was really simple. It was just paying attention to people it was acknowledging them it's affirming them it's picking up the phone and just calling them it's noticing that they've got their head down and just saying hey is everything going all right in the world you want to talk about it right those little things it, you've got to show them that they're important or like you said they will leave you you know one one point to that
2: is is the word i want to throw in here is intentional I think what really helped me this this year, we had a record breaking year for our overall organization of DG Enterprises. But one of the key members, one, one, one of the key reasons is this, is that is that I was very intentional on reaching out to five people a day. And what I mean by that, right? You don't wanna be that guy. You don't wanna be that girl that when the phone's ringing, Jeremy's like, oh, what do they want? <laughs> right? I mean. <laughs> Believe me, that that was probably me five, 10 years ago. I'm just being totally honest, right? Because you just, that's just what you know from instinctive behaviors. You want to be the person that, wow, right? Jeremy thought about me. Man, Daniel thought about me. And it's, it's as simple as this. Write this down. Write this down. Starting today, I'm committed to texting five people every single morning. As soon as you get going, one of the first things you do is you send either a voice text message that's why I love iPhones, right? Because you can send a voicemail. That's why. And for, for, for those of you that have a, a smartphone, I'm praying for you to get an iPhone for Christmas.
0: <laughs>
2: but, but you send a simple 30-second, one-minute voice message through iPhone. Or you send a quick text message that says, hey, thinking about you, have an amazing day. Five people a day. That's helped me to really stay in contact and relevant with people that I love and care. And that way they know, like, man, Daniel really thought about me. And it's everybody has five minutes to spare because it literally takes you five minutes to send five text messages that quickly.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great great tip, and I'm I'm really big on personalization. Um, there, there's a lot of technology out there. Technology is is okay. It, it it does some great things. It can provide some leverage and some efficiencies. Yet I see a lot of people that are using it to replace that relationship building component of their business. And so I like to personalize things. And what I started doing about two years ago is on birthdays, I'll actually shoot a video and just be like, hey, Daniel, it's Jeremy. Just want to let you know I did send you your obligatory happy birthday on Facebook, but I wanted to send you a personal message today. And, and, I'd, and I'd find something about that person. And so every time I do that, I get something back and, and it really hit home. It's about three or four weeks ago. I had somebody reach out that you would think in the status that they were in, they would probably have a lot more people reaching out to them. In this case, I was the only person that did something personal for them that day. They said, yeah, I got the Facebook, happy birthday. You know, I got a couple of texts, but you actually took the time to do that for me. And he goes, it made my day.
2: Yes. like A great example of uh, just to your point, you have to personalize it sometimes. My wife, we were using send-out cards for a while, and uh, our our assistant, our project manager, she was like, well, "We we need to get the Christmas cards ready." I'm like, "Great." She goes, "Yeah, you need to sign them." <laughs> I'm like, "All of them?" She goes, "Yes." Like, you really need to sign them. So that's what we did yesterday. Does it take more time? Of course, it takes more time. But people will, will right, even if five people appreciate that hand signature because it's in green marker for Christmas time, they're gonna know that Daniel took a took took it upon himself to really just personalize his Christmas card to me. Sometimes there's people that really appreciate that out there. So I agree with you hundred percent, man. It's, 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 important. It's important to stay in touch and, and affirm people because the thing is this, I always remember one of Zig Ziglar's greatest quotes. If you take care of the people, the business will take care of itself.
1: That's, and that's the truth. Daniel, when you look at, at what's happening in the world, it's obviously been a few years of chaos uh, what do you what do you think is the biggest challenge that you see business owners facing um, out there in the world today? They don't want to change. They don't want to change. They want to use the same strategies that
2: worked five years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. They want to use the same strategies, and they think that it's going to carry them to where they're going, and it's not. And I say that because the the word that was so misused in, during COVID was pivot. You heard the word pivot a thousand, maybe a million times, yeah. and, and I think you can agree with that. And and I challenge people. I said, well, great, you're gonna pivot. Like, yeah, we're gonna pivot and do this. I go, well, if you don't pivot with a new perspective, a new mindset, a new point of view, with new thinking, you're pivoting to the same old BS that you're. That, that, that's why you're pivoting because you, you're not surviving the way you are. Yeah, and, you're just, and
1: you're doing the same thing just using a different tool.
2: Yeah. So, so what good does it to do to pivot if you straight if if, if if right? They, they say just keep going, yeah. But if you're going in the wrong direction or you're going with the wrong things, you're 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 killing yourself. And, and I say that because when when 2020 happened, we were having live events. We had just had one March, uh, March 5th and 6th. I even think Tony Watley spoke at that, a good friend of ours. And then two weeks later, the world closed down. March 15th, 16th of 2020. I lost like close to $40,000 in paid speaking gigs just like that. But I had a pivot with a new perspective. Even though I was scared, there was two things that really jolted our business to the next level. Is A, we started the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, because I thought everybody was a motivational speaker getting paid. I thought everybody that was speaking was had a had a business, a business, a speaking business, and they didn't. And, and when that idea came to me, it's like I told I called my old publisher, I said, Hey man, God gave me an idea. Let's start a speaking academy, sticker shop. I thought he was going to tell me you're crazy, you're dumb. No. He was like, dude, do it. And I was like, okay. And and the beautiful thing about this is is that it's grown to be one of our biggest services that we provide because I love speaking. I love adding value. I like people to know that their voice matters, whether you're speaking on a live stage, which I believe that's the ultimate for me to just to see people's hearts crying and the audience and change. And then like what we're doing right now on a podcast. I started my podcast in in 2020. these, these things help to grow our brand, to grow our business. So think about this right now, right? What's the new idea that you've been scared to do? Because A, maybe you make, it takes an investment. And B, you're one of those that you're just comfortable and you don't want to change. And you can't help people that don't want to change.
1: And I think finances is probably the lesser of the two evils. It's a, it's a not willing to change that, that'll bite you and um, and you get the same results. You keep living the same way you've been living. Nothing nothing changes. Nothing's new, And you're probably internally dying inside because you want it to be different. You're just not willing to make the change to be different, yeah,
2: and 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 i would I would say this is they need to change of perspective from this, right? when instead of having that that word fear come up and right, you're feared, you're scared. Well, when you have fear, it's the same feeling as being excited, right? You're excited, you're, use that time to get excited about the new and when you act in spite of being scared right i write i talk about that in my book The makings of a millionaire mind is right to become a millionaire you gotta act in spite of being scared i'm scared all the time we just bought, right we just had our big our millionaire mind boot camp in san antonio and and i I made a five thousand dollar investment just for the stage that was no guarantee that no one was going to show up and that was aside from the venue aside from that and and the big rewards don't come with the big risk. And I'm not saying be foolish, but you, there there comes a point where you got to take a bigger risk on yourself, a bigger chance on yourself. Because if you don't bet on yourself, Jeremy, if you don't bet on your business, who's gonna bet on your business? And nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I'm one of those people, right? It's like our our new brand came out this year, and and I say that because I know so. This is this is this is a true fact. How much they think and how how much they think in lack and scarcity. And that's another thing that, that we do a big training called Kill the Employee Mindset and people don't realize how much in this training, how much they think like an employee. Here's a great example of that. How many people do you know that whether they, they, they we'll just use it's a digital, I mean, whether it's a, it's a business card or whether it's a flyer, it's outdated, they still use that business card. Oh yeah, we, we that's a business card from four years ago. You know, every six months, give or take, we change our business card. We just, like, I have a—I have a copy of our business card because we're, right? We promoted Sticker Shop on one side and we have our new brand and make things of them in our mind. That's our new business card. I just threw away a thousand business cards. I paid 80 bucks for them, but you know what? This is a new brand, you, right? People want to see the new all the time. And sometimes that, that business card got you to a certain level. Don't hold on to it and keep giving it out because it's irrelevant to your brand. It's irrelevant to your business now. And I know so many people that, that are stuck on that lack where they want to hold on to that $50 item that they bought or $75. I'm not being, I'm not saying be crazy with it, but there comes a point where you got to know that, Hey, I invested in this business card. I invested in this advertisement, whatever it may be banner, but it doesn't serve me anymore. I need to get the new in there because the news is what excites the people right now.
1: Yeah. It, it amazes me. Like it, and you've probably seen this in the in the real estate world, you, you drive around and see signs and you, you see the, the person on the sign and then you see them in person. You're like, is that the same person?
0: <laughs> and it's like
1: a glamour shot from like 20 years ago. And uh, they look completely different now. And, uh, and and talking about investment is I get this a lot when I have prospective clients and we'll do a strategy call. And at some point, you know, it's coming. That well, How much is it going to cost me? And I'm like, no, it's not how much is it going to cost you is how much are you willing to invest in yourself right it's that that switch in perspective and when they look at it differently they're like oh it is an investment myself right yeah because the, the thing is that as an employee you see
2: everything as a cost as an employee you're, you're used to the organization or the business you work for paying for everything and, and when going back to what i was talking about with Running automotive dealerships for many years, it's it's easy when your budget is is a quarter million dollars a week and you're spending that because you're buying pre-owned inventory, new inventory. It's easy to stroke the check for two hundred thousand, whatever it is that we were doing. But then when it's your business and you're spending five hundred dollars, like oh, it, it's it's a different turn. And I I never forget the first five hundred dollar um, investment that I made in our business. It was scary. And then the next, thing you know, it's a thousand now. I spend 500 or 1,000 like it's nothing. I'll spend up to 5,000 that way. I mean, I use wisdom, of course, but it doesn't, you you grow into that. And there's many business owners that they're not growing, right? Like your book, Survive Scale, they're not scaling because they haven't even scaled out to certain levels they're at because they're so scared to put more money into their business because they're not seeing the, the opportunities. And right now, if, if we have a huge month, I'll go spend 5,000 on a new stage. I'll go spend, another thousand dollars in in an advertisement or an event that's going to really bring you back the the revenues and people they want to make their business grow without truly truly making the investments in the right areas of their business and that's the one thing that I see a lot of that 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 keeps businesses from soaring and and you got to develop that millennial mind because if you think in scarcity if you think in lack it's going to hurt your business and this is the main thing is I realize as I do a lot of business coaching Jeremy. Many people have a poor self-image of themselves. Many business owners do. And then there's a lid. There's a reason their business is suffering. There's a reason that they have high turnover. And in like you were talking about, they can't keep real estate agents. And you really have to self-assess yourself. And that's one thing that I do a great job at. I'm not saying that like, in an arrogant way, but I get insight when we do our self-assessment and we walk them through it. You're like, this is the issue. And many times it's, it's, it's the people that, Need to change the leaders, the owners.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing how we can get in the way of our own selves, and and we are the lid, as as you said. Um, that's that's really powerful because a lot of times those individuals will point to this or point to that and say, "Well, it's this or it's the environment that I'm in," and it's like, "No, it's the decisions that everything starts with thinking, and your thinking just it, it's not working." But another big, and I don't want to exaggerate
2: here, but I don't think I'm exaggerating, is that a lot of young business owners, they hear this word, you got to serve. I get it. I understand. I'm a believer like you. But but but, but this is the mistake. They, they do it as a fad to sound cool to fit in with everybody else. And I challenge them. I say, let me ask you a question you show me a restaurant that didn't have any revenue coming in that served their community and is open well i don't know There's they closed McDonald's. down exactly i said chick-fil-a the biggest one of the biggest potty there i don't know i'm not sure what the stats are but i'm pretty sure they're, they're about to pass mcdonald's in case they haven't i said chick-fil-a during covid they have a lot of great principles that they live by under their business model they give millions to the community but chick-fil-a wasn't giving out chicken sandwiches every day just because during covid why because they were still serving but it's the way you serve it so many people use that, that terminology just to sound cool and there's so many small businesses and entrepreneurs that serve themselves to be broke
1: yeah it's i think it's like a virtue signaling right Hey, I'm more virtuous than you as a business owner because I did this, this, and this. it's like, yeah, but let me see your PL. <laughs> it's like your 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 PL. I always tell pe- people, like you can have the heart, but the PL does not have a heart. The PL looks at profit and loss. And if you're at a loss, you don't have a business. Yeah. I, I agree. I've I've seen several people do that. Not anybody I coach, I won't allow it. Uh, but I've, I've seen people that go down that path and I don't know if it's coached into them or trained into them or somebody's telling them this, uh, but they're getting the wrong messaging. It's not that they can't serve. They have to still have a profitable business and, and the more profitable your business is, the more you're able to, to give and, and the more time you have because you're building your business and you're getting leveraged through people, tools and systems. Now you got more time you can give. But you can't do that unless you're a profitable business.
2: Well, I think I, I think the word that's was been used out of, right? I mean, it, I think people say it just to sound cool. And I think even, right, I, I have a big following on LinkedIn. I have close to over 16,000 followers on LinkedIn. And you, you heard this word started probably about three or four years ago with servant leadership. And everybody wants to, to say it because it's the in thing. Well, yeah, but it's, you can't, you cannot even, even servant leadership, you can't use it. It's the world is a world of duality, right? The world has a cause and an effect in everything. And I talked about that in our book, The Millionaire Mind. And, and one of the things is, is that there has to be a balance to everything. So if, if you're giving, you got to receive. And many people, they have a problem receiving, Jeremy, and they wonder why their business isn't growing and because they have the wrong relationship with money, too. How, how can you expect this? Is, this is what I hear sometimes. Well, money's not important to me, Daniel. Well, yeah, I get it, right? But if you really have that belief system, which many millions of people do, what does a client turn into at some point? Revenue. What is that revenue going to become? Money. So if you're saying that you have a problem with money or money's not important, subconsciously somewhere you're self-sabotaging yourself and people that want to work with you, you're pushing them away by default and you're not even aware of it. And then you wonder why your business is struggling without any clientele, without any business, without any revenue itself. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it got me thinking about you know, in terms of faith, there's a lot of people that misconstrue that that verse. You know, that money is evil. It's like you didn't read the whole thing because it says the love of money is evil. Uh, Money is a tool. It comes, it goes, it ebbs, it flows, and it, it allows you and creates for you more opportunities. It's the love of money that's evil. It's not the money itself. And so my goal is to go out and make as much as possible so I can have a greater impact beyond just me. Um, I, I believe, and that's something I, I want to get your thoughts on is as a business owner, and I, and I speak this into my coaches is you can have a great business, but it needs to be bigger than that. Like it, there, there needs to be a, a bigger reason for the business. You believe that the, the business should be bigger than themselves. Oh, of course. I, I think that's where people don't realize the the impact that
2: someone can have. Because if we, it, it goes back to many things, but I'll I'll, I'll kind of give you what's a, a short version of it. Is that it's not about Daniel Gomez. It's not about Jeremy. It's about the people that were impacting on our journey of growing. And and the thing is, I love what you said. Right? It's it's about leaving a legacy for yourself, for your family, and and think about this, right? I, I didn't want to write this book, Jeremy. I really didn't. The makings of the mother of mine, I stopped. And because it just, I know that there was going to be some pushback or resistance to it. But because I was open-minded to it, it was, it, it's been a huge success. It became a course, or life boot camp. Because of those things, now we're able to help orphanages in Africa. We're able to help people in the community. And it's not about just the money, ladies and gentlemen. It's about the things that you can do with the money, the greater impact. And and, and I think that's where people miss it because when people can feel like they belong to something bigger, because right now there's a lot of hopelessness in our country. And and the word of God says, hope deferred makes the soul sick. So, right, they, they can't even see for themselves to say. But when you're able to go out there and give somebody hope, whether it's through a, a, a scholarship or whether it's through a gift or whether it's through money, whatever it may be, that's the bigger picture. That's the bigger right. I, I think so many people it, it makes me I would I I hate when people say, Well, what's your why? It's stupid. Your why changes. Your why is gonna change as you continue to grow as a human being as a business owner.
1: Yeah, date, Maybe, date the why, date the why, I don't marry it.
2: Yeah. And many people use like they 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 put it out of context just to once again they want to sound cool so they hear everybody say that and and no like you're right like for instance we were talking about it right i guarantee you between last week and next week my why is going to change why because we just lost two family members there's going to be a definitely my why is shifting somewhere i don't know where it's at but this the things that are going to motivate me coming into 2023 it's going to be a whole different perspective because It's just a different experiences that we've had in life. And I think that's what people need to understand is the experiences that we have in our business as we grow and experience new things, we're able to share those experiences to help improve the people around us. Because if you change the people, if you impact the people, then the community changes. If you change communities, well then cities change. If cities change, well then more people are being impacted. And I think so many people, and I'm gonna be totally real with you, you know why? Because they're so selfish. You know why I can say that? Because I was selfish, very selfish at one time, Jeremy. Because all you think about is yourself, and and it and you do that, and and you don't allow yourself to get a bigger picture for yourself, get a ground. I never that I ever imagined that I would be speaking in in the U.K., speaking in Asia. It just I was happy speaking in San Antonio, right? But it's like no, like there's people out there that need what Jeremy has. There's people out there that need what you, somebody listening to this right now, stop being selfish because your services, people need them out there. And yes, it's going to take more work, but you know what happens, Jeremy, is they reach a level of success that they've never had. Maybe for them, they have $100,000 in the bank as an example now. And to them, it's a lot of money. So they, they let the foot off the gas and now they're being lazy, complacent. But in reality, they have another level where they can go to a quarter million into their savings or even have more than that. And that's what people don't see is that, it's not about just me and you. It's about the people and the impact that we can leave, especially to our children if we have kids.
1: Yeah, amen on that. Uh, and and the impact impact that we need to be having on kids is is more important now than ever. So, um, somebody's listening to this today, and they're thinking about maybe maybe they're stuck, and or maybe they're thinking about starting a business like what is one piece of advice from your personal experience of starting this business that you found made you successful? What piece of advice could you pass along to somebody listening today?
2: Perfection will kill your business. Perfection will kill your dreams. Every business starts as an idea, starts as a dream. The problem we have is this, is I've known thousands and thousands, I'm not even exaggerating, thousands of businesses that have failed because they have the perfect business plan. But you know what? I know many businesses that have succeeded tremendously that had no business plan. <laughs> Think about that. I know people that have paid thousands of dollars for a business plan and their business is out within a year. And do I want that? No, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to prove the point is what Jeremy asked me is, whatever you have in your heart, that gift that you have inside of you, that idea, just act on it. You'll fix it along the way. It goes back to the business card. We're changing business cards all the time why because it's always we're always growing we're always evolving don't wait for the perfect the same way there's no perfect time to have a baby jeremy because regardless you can't plan for it the same way with the business yes use wisdom but start where you're at am i telling you to leave your your job and and put your family in harm's way no but what i am saying is while you're working at the job that you hate start your business and then as your business continues to grow as we're doing it on the side And as you continue to grow and evolve as a business owner and you kill that employee mindset then there's going to come a point where the revenue you're earning on your side business is going to be bigger than your actual or close to what you're doing and that's going to be the leap of faith that you got to take but i think too many i've seen so many people that that kill their dreams kill their business because of perfection jeremy and i think that's the biggest mistake that they make is that and you don't need a perfect business plan just go out there and start and the second thing is like, the third thing is this, is right. A, start where you're at. It doesn't have to be perfect. B, you don't need a business plan. Just start where you're at. And then C, seek mentorship or a coach, because that's going to help accelerate your results. hundred
1: um, percent. I do a business plan, but it's a one pager. Uh, they're, they're like, well, you know, I got to do all this and this. I was like, no, if it doesn't fit on a page, it's it's not part of the plan. Uh, because you'll never look at it again. You're just gonna go stick it on a shelf. You know, <laughs> so um, I, I make it pretty easy on them. Um, how do people get in touch with you? So they they're listening in today and they they like what they're hearing or they want to pick up a copy of your book or maybe come to one of your speaking events. You know where can they find all this information?
2: Yeah, well, Ben, I tell you what. Just go to danielgomezglobal.com. That's danielgomezglobal.com fill out our, our entrepreneur assessment there. It's free assessment that we give out to businesses and um, send me a message to there, right? Or you can go to our website, themakingsofamillionairemind.com, get our book, we'll autograph it for you. Also our course, if you're a young business owner, our, our, the, the Makings of a Millionaire Mind course is gonna make a difference in you. And that's on our website, the makings with an S, themakingsofamillionairemind.com. And we just call me, right? I mean, I'm easy to get a hold of. I'm not one of those prima donnas. Call me at 210. 663-5954 that's 210-663-5954 send me a message i'll send you my link we'll set up a call discovery a complimentary discovery session because i love helping it's all about helping people jeremy i think right now people need help and many of them are scared because they've been burned or they don't know what to ask for help and sometimes the
1: simple just making a, a phone call and giving jeremy or daniel a call and especially men today i you know I don't know if you saw the the news on uh, celebrity Twitch. You know, took his took his life today. And uh, you know, from the outside, you go onto his Instagram and looks totally happy. Uh, beautiful wife, dancer, uh, artist, and uh, took took his life. Uh, you know, you're seeing. Uh, I was I was on a conversation yesterday with a uh, he's the president of Bucks, which is a, a Christian fraternity on college campuses. And that was one of the things that he spoke into was just during that time of the, the pandemic and the shutdowns on college campus, the ability to come together as small groups because it addressed the, the needs that, that men are struggling with, with mental issues. And um, so I, I think it's really important to make those investments in yourself. Find find the people that are, you, you could be in a circle with to help you grow because there's other people that are out there that want to grow just like Go find them and be with
2: them. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not a sign of I'm going to say this, it's not a sign of weakness. Many men out there think if you ask for help, they're being weak because we have that belief system that says men don't cry, real men right, we're tough. Like, get that BS out of your mind. Real men ask for help. You can still be tough. You can still be a dominant leader for your family and ask for help because believe me, there's times that I get discouraged and that could get example like you said of that gentleman that took his life to it. it's like you we we try to do, we try to have this persona that we don't need anything we have it all together i promise you there's going to come a point in your life i don't care who you are even even brad lee and grant cardone you're going to need somebody you're going to need somebody because we're human and and god designed us that way and it's a good example i mean you know it's it's sad that this gentleman took his life but it, you know, who came to mind when you said that i thought it was a great robin Williams. Mm -hmm. and he was very successful in the world's eyes but when your soul is empty it doesn't matter how much money you have
1: you're always going to have that hole there yeah really really powerful well daniel thank you for taking time today uh there's so much in this episode i know that the listeners you know i I heard you say take take this down write these notes down and uh, I, i know if you take those down you get Go and you implement this in your life. Go get yourself a coach. Go make an investment. Um, even if it's not me, even if it's not Daniel, go go make that investment yourself. And, and you're going to see your business grow by leaps and bounds. And not only is your business going to grow, but it's also going to help you in life too. So make that investment in yourself. And again, Daniel, thank you for being here today.
2: Hey, Jeremy, thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honor. Don't hesitate, don't
1: hesitate to reach out to me. All right, until next time, onward and upward.
0: Thank you for listening to the Survive Scale Soar podcast. If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.